Hey everyone, thanks for tuning back into the show. I've been thinking about this topic I wanted to chat about for a little while here, and this is why I feel like everybody should have a podcast, because for me, when I have an idea that I sort of want to flush out, I don't always have the, the luxury of being able to call someone and chat about it, and my husband, VP, could probably care less about hearing me uh, share all of my ideas all the time. So having a podcast for me is a place for me to just free flow, have a discussion, and there's something about it for me where it is truly a flow. I'm not looking at any notes. I have no preparation. I just sit down and talk. And to be honest with you, I am very jealous of people that can do that when it comes to creating video content. So um, one of the things that I wrote down as I started this podcast, because I am working on video content as well, is the idea or the concept of before you start to speak on something, before you start to get out there and to talk about a topic that you're passionate about or that you want to influence people or inform them on, perhaps recording yourself on Zoom or whatever platform of your choice, it could even be as simple as the notes on your phone, the, the voice notes, recording yourself talking about that topic with no expectations, with no audience, with no video camera on you. I find that so helpful. So I want to pass along that tip to you because I know a lot of you listening are wanting to create videos or you are creating videos and you're still feeling a little misaligned or you're still feeling a little awkward about it. It's not your favorite thing to do. I know some of you are wanting to become speakers and wanting to share your wisdom with people on a particular topic. And one of the things that I like to personally do is before I ever speak publicly about a topic, I come to the podcast and I talk on the podcast. And I do that because I just feel like there's no pressure and I just talk. And oftentimes, almost every single time that I'm creating a podcast, I have no idea what I've actually said for the majority of it. It's like I have this out-of-body experience where I just start talking and then the next thing you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes has gone by. So if you are thinking about speaking on a particular topic, if you are making videos about a topic, I would highly suggest that you create your own podcast. And maybe it's not a public one. Maybe this is just a podcast just for you. And you'll be surprised, I think, when you listen back to yourself and your recording and you'll say, did I say that? <laughs> wow, that was actually a really good thought. And, and it's because you're not paying attention necessarily to what you're saying. You're just having that conversation and that flow. I'm willing to bet that you could listen back to a quote unquote air quotes podcast that you've recorded about a topic and you could probably pull out three, four or five different types of video topics. Or if you're speaking, it could be three or four or five different points that you want to cover in your presentation. This is also why I think we're seeing so much podcast reel and TikTok content. Not that people are pretending to have podcasts because we obviously know that that's a thing. But I think that what's the reason that people are enjoying podcast style content where people are either they're recording it or they're pretending to record it is that it feels unscripted. It feels like a flow. 
And there's something natural and authentic about the flow of that conversation. So I think before you make a video, maybe make a podcast. And you know, you can really do that so easily with just Zoom. You don't have to even turn the camera on. In fact, I I don't recommend turning the camera on. I know a lot of people like to record podcasts. And they also like to take the video portion of that podcast, especially if they are interviewing guests. And I just I just don't even have the video on. I, I don't have the video on. I just record and I talk and I talk about that topic. And oftentimes I will go back and listen to it and say, oh my gosh, I did not even know that I said that. So um, this is not what this particular podcast is about, but it was just on my mind and I wanted to share it. So let's get into the actual topic that I had planned and prepared for today. And that is how are you uniquely qualified to help people? And we've heard these terms like unique value proposition, your unique selling position, what makes you unique. And this is something that we we spend an entire week on in our coaching program. And we talk about, well, what is it about you that is the difference about you? And I know that is like the hardest question, especially in an industry where we all do exactly the same thing. It's not like we have a specific surgical technique that you invented if you're a surgeon. So when we were in this call this week, this really was on my mind and I wanted to share it here. And I honestly had no idea the impact it was going to have on the human beings that were live with us in that coaching program. And that's just so funny how life works. You say something and you don't realize that it's going to impact someone and you don't think twice about it. And I'm sharing that with you because I want to encourage you to say more things because you never know how it's going to land with people. And you never know when somebody else is going to say, gosh, I really needed to hear that. And so here's what happened. We were talking about what is it about you that makes you uniquely qualified to help your ideal clients? And of course, we got a lot of answers like, I have been a top 2% uh, producer in this industry. I've been in this industry for over 30 years, et cetera. Okay. For me, I could easily say, well, I've written two books about this topic. I've been on over 100 stages. I've coached over 50,000 people. And All of those stats are absolutely a part of why you are uniquely qualified. But I find that that's where we really lean into. And sometimes you might talk about, oh, we have the best, most comprehensive marketing plan, SEO, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So we went through, we asked people, we got answers like we expected. And then it came to me and I said, you know, what if we looked at this in a different perspective? And what if we thought about what is the thing as a human being that you have struggled with or overcome or that you think about again and again, the fabric of you that makes you uniquely qualified to help the human that you once were? And when I heard Ed Milet on stage last year talk about this concept of you are helping the person that you used to be, and I started thinking about that, and I'm like, who is the person that I used to be? And let me tell you, I was anxious. I was terrified of being vulnerable. I 
wanted and crave people to affirm me and validate validate me and love me. And the idea of putting myself out on camera was absolutely terrifying. And so my answers were, what makes me uniquely qualified to help people who are terrified of getting on video is that I spent years being terrified of being on video because I felt I wasn't worth enough. I didn't have enough expertise. What if somebody didn't agree with what I had to say? I have anxiety. I have OCD. Um, I thought about all of those things. And also, I have a neurodivergent brain. I take a lot longer to learn concepts. I have to sometimes draw things out and look over it multiple times. And there are many times that I feel like, what is wrong with me? Why are other people picking up these concepts and I'm just not getting it? And what I thought was something that was holding me back that I was embarrassed about actually turned out to be my true superpower because... I had to break things down in a way that was easy to understand for my brain. Now, I had no idea that that was going to potentially help other people who are or who weren't neurodivergent. And so that became my superpower. So the the fear that I've lived with of being judged, of being perfect, of overthinking, of the imposter syndrome makes me uniquely qualified to help the human that I once was. And so that is the simple message that I want to share and and would encourage you to think about. Because oftentimes we get wrapped up in, well, I've been doing it this many years, or I have this many awards, or I have had this many clients. And on the flip side, if you're new to something, that can really keep you from pushing forward because you feel like, oh, I, I, I don't have enough expertise yet, or I'm, I'm just a new person in this field. And so the idea that ultimately we have these unique abilities that we definitely probably don't think are unique or positives, typically those are the things that can help you inspire other people. And so I am working on that myself, and I'm thinking about how am I able to uniquely help the human being that I once was. And I'll tell you, it has nothing to do with my best-selling books. It has nothing to do with how many followers I have. It has nothing to do with how many stages I've been on or how many people I've coached. Ultimately, it is a deep knowing of the fear and vulnerability that I experienced and experience and how I can embrace and empower other people who are experiencing that as well. So thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you on the gram. If you listen to this podcast and you found it helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM anytime, and I hope that you'll actually consider making your own podcast, whether you share it with the world or not. I think it could be a really great way for you to flush out your ideas and also create a flow with your content. And I bet you'll be really proud of yourself when you listen to it back and you hear those moments of brilliance that you didn't even know that you had to offer to the world. Till next time. See you then.